Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. In my adult life, I've probably read the book of Psalms more than anything else in the Bible. The Psalms make great devotional reading. I think you could say that, in a way, this book is more human than anything else in Scripture. Not that all books weren't written by human beings under divine inspiration, but the Psalms uniquely express the full range of human emotion. I doubt you've ever felt anything that isn't reflected in there someplace. This morning, I read Psalm 102, along with some others. In this psalm, like many, the writer pours out his heart to God about the dire situation he finds himself in. Listen. For my days pass away like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl of the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the day my enemies taunt me. Those who deride me use my name for a curse. For I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink because of your indignation and anger. For you have taken me up and thrown me down. My days are like an evening shadow. I wither away like grass. Have you ever felt like that? I'm sure that in some measure you have We've all experienced times in our lives when it seems that nobody was on our side. We were completely alone. We lie awake at night, consumed with our hopelessness. We can see no good future for ourselves. In these times, at least for believers, the feeling that God doesn't care makes it all a hundred times worse. People might forsake us, but how could God do so? How often, as a pastor, have I heard the complaint, God has abandoned me. He couldn't really love me or else he would do something about what I'm going through right now. We cry out with the psalmist, do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Of course, this writer was not the only one whose words we read in the Bible to have felt this way. Isaiah said, truly, you are a God who hides himself, O God of Israel, the Savior. Nothing is more challenging to faith than this. You're in the middle of trouble, you're overwhelmed, but when you pray, you get nothing. It's easy to trust God when things are going well, but not so easy when they're not. But even Jesus felt that way. On the cross, he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So if you're feeling like God has abandoned you, you're in good company. What is the answer? This psalm gives the answer to the despair of the first 11 verses. Here it is. But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. In difficult times, we must exercise faith. Remember that according to Hebrews 11, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Emphasis on not 
seen. If you see it, you don't need faith. But faith says, God, you are still on the throne and always will be. The psalmist goes on, let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord, that he looked down from his holy height, from heaven the Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die. The Lord always sees you. He knows where you are and what you're going through. He hears your prayers. He will not fail. When you're in the dumps, remind yourself of all God has done in the past. Remind yourself of his deliverances, his provision, his answers to prayer. Take your eyes off yourself and your situation and look to Jesus. Now, this is not easy. But God never promised us that life would be easy. As you may recall, Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. David knew how to get his eyes off his problems and look to God. In a very desperate situation where the wives and children of all the men who were following him, there were 600 of them, were all kidnapped by ruthless enemies, David turned to God. He was alone here. His men were talking about stoning him to death, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. That took faith, but it worked. God gave him direction in that moment that turned the entire situation around. Now, I can't promise you that if you try to be like David and encourage yourself in God, that immediately your circumstances will change. But I can tell you that if you look to him, he will strengthen your heart. Remember another saying of Jesus right before he was arrested and crucified. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Jesus is the same right now in your life and what you're going through as he was when he uttered those words. His promise to be with us always, is still in force. Now listen to the close of this psalm. The psalmist says to the Lord, Of old you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like a robe, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years have no end. God was the same before you entered this trial. He is the same in the middle of the trial, and he will still be the very same God when it's over. Thinking about the eternity and the unchangeableness of God in times of trouble helps us put things into perspective. A day is coming, perhaps sooner than we think, when we will be face to face with our Redeemer. The manifestation of this presence will not be a fleeting thing. It will not be temporary, but it will be our lasting state, our condition throughout all eternity. How often do you spend time thinking about that time? You may say, I have too many important things to worry about in the here and now to waste my time wishing for the sweet by and by. My friend, there are few things you can do with your time 
that are more vital than contemplating eternity. Someday this life, with all its nagging concerns, will be over. When that time comes, Christ will be all in all. Nothing else will matter. Focusing on him and his coming kingdom will help you more with your temporary problems than anything in this fading world. Let me finish with some wonderful words from Hebrews chapter 12. These verses follow the catalog of the faithful in chapter 11. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Look away from this world and its turmoil. There's a wonderful old song we used to sing. We should sing it more. It goes like this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Lord Jesus, help my listeners to do that right now, to turn their eyes away from their troubles, to turn them to Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. My dear friend, I would ask you to pray for us at the Bread of Life Anglican Church. God is helping us to establish a, an outpost for the gospel in this connected in New York area. We are meeting Sundays at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning at the American Legion Hall, which is located at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. If you don't have a church home, if you live in that area, we would love to meet you. 10 o'clock Sunday, 1809 Union Street. As always, you may reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. I pray that God will richly bless you.